0: Welcome to episode number 184, Podcasting 101. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed, this motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Gabe, Manny, Goose, and Ronnie podcasting 101 in this episode we have special guest ronnie palmieri we cover topics that range from getting a podcast started future media podcasting for students marginalized creators and much more we wrap the episode up with quotes from charles swindle and les brown guys if you're new thank you for joining us don't forget to download and subscribe we drop a new episode every tuesday morning for your listening pleasure kicking things off Ronnie, man of the hour. Thank you for joining us, man. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, it's great to be here. yeah. And, and I say this all the time. It's 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 tough to, especially you know, you're a dad now. Mm-hmm. You got the kid going on, and it's hard to get you know out, right? Especially on a Monday night, it certainly (laughs) is. It really is. (laughs) Nothing more invigorating than a Monday night,
1: (laughs) especially with this weather. With like we have like spring in the middle of winter, and it's raining every single day. Exactly. Me and my daughter both just looking out the window, like (laughs) pawing at Like we'll see, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon outside.
0: One day. Uh, It's too funny. all right, so let's just jump right in. For those of you, uh, for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let them know. Sure. So my name is Ronnie. I uh, am the owner
1: and producer of Bristol PodWorks, which is a podcast production hub that is settled right here in Bristol Borough. We handle recording, editing, promotion, publishing, anything that you could need to get your podcast from a, just an idea yeah. to in the ears of
0: everyone. Nice. I love it. I love it. Um, all right, so so explain Bristol Podworks, right, and, mm-hmm. and exactly how it got started. Sure, so I've been
1: thinking about doing something like this for a long time. I've yeah. been podcasting on and off for about 10 years now, wow. Back way back in the day. There's a, a sports podcast out there that I don't think you could find it if I told you the name of it, so I'm not even <laughs> going to bother doing that, and I do not want anyone to find it. It is, it is absolutely terrible, but it, uh, it was a really fun and eye-opening experience to, to get out there and, and see what this, at that point, was very new media yeah. uh, could do. So I go to college, I'm in radio, I'm in television, um, and I, and I want to get back into this kind of a medium. Just so happens one of my friends was moving down, not, not far away, but down to Maryland, and sure, we weren't yeah. going to be able to hang out as much, and, you know, let's start a podcast so we can, like, talk at least once a week, week once <laughs> a month, awesome. something like that, Um i've been working at different freelance jobs for a while and podcasting just kind of was the perfect melding together of all those things um so you know i've been talking to people about it having ideas about it flash forward to july of last year or june of last year yeah um i was in the hospital with my new daughter
2: yeah
1: um she is very healthy now had some health complications Mm. when she was first born sure uh you know i'm sitting there i'm you know talking to my wife about maybe having to, to leave my job, to, to take care of, of my daughter. And uh, I was just rolling through Twitter. And uh, at the time, it was uh, a lot of um, news was going on with, with the border crisis yeah. and things like that. And people were saying, you know, what can you do to help? What skills do you have to do to help? I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. I have a lot of little things that I can do, yeah. but nothing that I was paying for me at right, the time. Right, you know? right. And so I just, I just you know started to really put together a website put together you know an idea of what what this would really be talk yeah. about to, to different creators about what it could what it could turn into and i just said you know whoever wants to give me my start the first episode that i work on for you is going right to racist texas one of the organization that was helping out with that um, and people, people jumped up, people wanted to, to help out. And, and we were able to donate a bunch of proceeds, uh, for the first five months of the podcast or the first five months of the business helping podcasts. So wow. it was kind of just that, that impetus of like, I want to do something for, you know, the community to make things better, to leave, you know, this place better than I found it. Sure. And that pushed me into starting this business that I've been wanting to for a while. So I, I was, I was happy that that was the impetus and also happy that this could be the result as yeah. well.
0: That's awesome. Um, So, in front of me, I have your your business card that literally looks very similar to our rotative use business card, (laughs) which is hilarious. Um, But on the back, I love it. It says Raise Your Voice, full service podcast production, recording, editing, hosting, and promotion. Um, Very well put together. Can can you explain a little bit about the Raise Your Voice?
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, I uh, have been uh, around a lot of folks. I'm um, working with a lot of organizations. Um, the podcast network that I actually belong to with, with my own personal podcast is Lunar Light Studio. They actually are a podcast network that supports uh, creators who are women and in the LGBT community. Okay. Um, I am just so, so actively interested in making sure that everyone has the ability to find their voice. And once they find that voice, I want them to raise that voice. Yeah. I want everyone to hear what they have to say. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm working with uh, some students in the area as well, um, and you know they they have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's amazing to to hear what they have to say, and you know they're kind of goofing off, and then they segue into something. Like the kid was talking, was like, "Yeah, I really like skateboarding, and and I, you know it's something that that's pas- I'm passionate about. And also, so I wrote the congressman and asked what we could do to get a skate park. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a real like left yeah. term, But that is that is what is on their minds. And yeah. if you give uh, you know, people who feel like they are voiceless students, uh, queer creators, marginalized creators. If you, if you say, you know, your voice has traditionally been shut out of things and say, well, here's the opportunity. I've, I've, I've got lots of opportunity. And I want to just create a bigger platform to, uh, you know, elevate and raise as many voices as I can to make sure as many messages and, and stories get out there.
0: It's amazing too because we always talk about um, you know w- when we're booking guests and having people on. Um, sometimes when I'm just in conversation, I'm like, you know, maybe we should have you on. Your, we should have you on our podcast. People are like, I have nothing to say. I'm like, and I stop. I'm like, everyone has something to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's story will inspire some other person down the line. Who knows? Everyone has a story to tell. Absolutely. And this is like one of the most fascinating and, and I think effective ways to capture that. Right. I mean, back in the day it was like, you know, you had to read an autobiography by someone or, or a biography, whatever it was. Um, And, and that's kind of where it stopped where you just watched movies. And then, then all of a sudden media started picking up in different ways. And now we're watching them obviously through movies, videos, and, and, you know, like YouTube and things like that. But it's, it was still the out us looking in sure right youtube was one of the first ones to kind of turn that around mm-hmm. and now it's us presenting sure. um in, in that way and then a lot of these mediums start picking up and putting things together and podcasting was one of them for me where it was like you didn't need to have this you know a fancy degree or anything in podcasting a doctorate's in podcasting or
2: anything like that or you don't have to be part of like a radio station to get like a talk radio right. type sure. thing. yeah exactly
0: um and we can get into that and, you know, what's the best way you recommend people getting started, but it was just that opportunity. I remember having a conversation with my brother, Hector. I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to look back on this and I didn't take, I didn't take advantage of what technology offered, mm-hmm. right? It's just like we're still like in the wild, wild west with technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and this was just something. It's just an opportunity. That's, that's really what podcasting is. It's an opportunity. Yeah, fully, fully. Um, so, so, if someone wanted to get started I mean what what is your recommendation? Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about you know us
1: absolutely I, I, The first thing you got to do is find your audience yeah. F- find you know everyone has that story yeah, sure. you know w- like you said, whether you know it or not, whether you can pin it down or not, you have that story right so that that part is is important, but that's going to take a week of like you really thinking about what you what story you want to tell, sure. you know think about the theme you want to tell, but before any of that, you have to just figure out who you're talking to, yeah, uh, figure out who you're talking to, and you know I know. For myself, I have like two or three podcasts that I'm like working on in my head. Mm. Um, but, and I'll do that for a long time. What I'm doing in the meantime is looking for that audience and building that audience, growing yeah. that audience, putting out content from other creators or putting out little bits of content for myself that is, you know, in line with that audience and what my eventual product is going to be. Yeah. Um, it, it's, you know, you're going you're gonna, to, like I said, I'm going to be milling this stuff over for a long time. But, Working on that audience, working on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, anything like that to try and build up a community, because that's like what you're talking about. Podcasting, more than any other form of you media, know. has been the greatest uh, community builder for me. Yeah. Um, I, I was a, a sports writer, just blog writer, sports and comic books over the years, and, and there were these communities of comic book writers and, and, and sports writers, and they would kind of, you know, hang out online, so to yeah. speak, you know, you would, they would follow you on Twitter, but then you'd put an article out and say, everyone hey, read this. No one read it mm, because yeah. with blogs, no one reads other people's blogs. <laughs> like, right, just, right, I, right. I'm going to read mine. I want everyone to read mine. But right. if I'm a blog writer, I'm probably not going to read someone else's blogs with podcasts. It's, I don't know if it's just because it's more passive, like you can listen to it. You know, I don't know what I did like before podcasts when I was washing dishes and folding <laughs> laundry, like, right. um, you just, it, it's a more passive experience so you can listen to more, but the communities that I've that I've built and grown through podcasting, through that engagement, through people saying, I really love this. I want to start my own, to like like I was talking about Lunar Light Studio, like being able to join a network to, to kind of like, you know, not not so much bargaining together, but working together towards a set of goals. Um, it's just not something you can get in any other media. So if you can find that community and really, really capitalize on them, that's gonna be your first step. And you know things are going to be a lot easier and flow from that. Mm.
0: So, how does one take action um, and, and not really get overwhelmed with all the information that's out there, um, and instead stop being so hesitant? Is what I is what I get. Um, obviously, with, with our podcast, uh, it happens so often. We get questions: "How do I start a? Po- oh, I want to start a podcast. Well, you know, send me a list of the equipment." And yeah. ga- mm-hmm. Gabe's laughing mm-hmm. because it happens almost like. Every other week, or at least on a weekly basis yeah. uh, now, and everyone who we've given shared information with, it's like, it's never came into fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, us, we were more the opposite. We kind of just just started, like, just did it. Like, we knew what we wanted. We knew, just go. Sure. But honestly, just, I think, in life in general, it's like taking action. It's like all these people, they had, there's a couple people with, like, media degrees and still said they... They're asking me questions right. about you know, starting a podcast. Um, and the only thing I could say is that we took action and we continue to take action mm-hmm, yeah. and we're relentless with booking guests and, and week after week showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you get someone from that decision? Knowing they know their audience, right? What's the next step to actually make it happen?
1: Well, it's like you said, you know, it, it's everyone comes in with their, their list of things they want from you. Just like, you know, give me your list of equipment, give me, and then, yeah. and then I'll be a podcaster. Right. All right. that. It's, it's different for every person, uh, you know, working with some of the students even I, I've noticed cause, and that's the, the truest, you know, getting to the core of it because it, they are, they don't know much else except for just what they've been put in front of by their teachers and by their parents and things right. like that. Um, you know, some of them you could tell it's just like just hearing their voice on the headphones is that it's jarring. Yeah. That's like, Hey, whoa, no, (laughs) and and it's a definite turnoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, uh, that's why I, I bring the equipment in. I put the headphones on. I say, hear yourself listen yeah. to yourself yeah mm-hmm. it's the best way for even for public speaking the first the, before you even get to public speaking listen to yourself on a on a microphone or call yourself and listen yeah. to your voicemail like you have to get used to hearing your own voice before mm-hmm. you are ready to amplify that voice That's sure right. um but other than that it's just it's just a matter of what is going to work best for you right. uh, we were talking last week about um, some of the tips being you know there's there's lots of BuzzFeed lists out there of like the top podcasting lists or whatever it is. Mm. And you had said just like record 10 and have them like in the can ready to go. Yeah. I've read other, you know, um, lists that say take those 10 and throw them out. Yeah. That those ten, are, that, yeah. those are, those are garbage. Get yeah. those out of there. And then by that 11th one, you've kind of developed a voice. I didn't do that when, yeah. I you know, for me, I, I'm never a person that hides anything back. I'm an open book with, with everything that I create. Yeah. It, it's, it's the worst when you're, you know, very early in a process because I show off an early work in progress. People are like, Oh, how's that thing going? It's like, Oh, I really got to get working on that thing. I guess I told everyone, (laughs) um, but then it does put that impetus behind me. It does give me that motivation to say, you know what, I'm doing this. Like I said, I would do it. Um, I wouldn't worry much about people coming and stealing your idea because there's, you know, 14 podcasts about every single topic. You just got to make yours yours. You gotta use your own voice, use your own theme, use your own story to tell, you know, that, that perspective. It's 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 all different for all different kinds of people, but it's just exactly what you said. Just start. You know, you don't need the best equipment. You don't need the best editing software. If if you really want to, you could rig up your you know a a tape player or a tape player with tapes. (laughs) um, (laughs) You like a digital (laughs) voice recorder, right? Right. Yeah. You know, whatever music you want to start it with, and just play it through. Try and not make any mistakes. Try not to say um too many times that you would have to cut it out, and then you know. Put it on your computer, and that's that's a podcast. It, yeah, it's it's yeah. people have to really change their perspective because everyone listens to to Serial or My Favorite Murder or whatever the top podcasts are. It's like, sure. oh, I have to sound like that.
0: It's like, right, right. None
1: of them started like sounded like that right. when they started. Absolutely. Like, it, you have to you have to jump in with what you are with the voice you have and with the resources you have, and you know let it develop and grow from
0: there. I got two things if you're if you're wanting to start a a podcast. Two things is be okay with messing up, Mm -hmm. right? Forgive yourself Mm. and also laugh at yourself in a healthy way Um, because I feel like a lot of times and outside of podcasting, just if someone wants to start a business or wants to do something, a new venture, they take themselves and everything else so serious that it's almost like they get so tense and tightened up mm-hmm. about the situation. Mm-hmm. Now you're scared to mess up yep. because you took everything way too serious. Mm-hmm. It's like, be okay with messing up. Be right. okay with tripping. Um, I just had this conversation with another gentleman about uh, the Blessed Lifestyle brand. I put out shirts that had misspellings on them. Mm. right? And I say that, and I say it like, proudly. It's just like, yeah, because... When you're burning the candle on both ends, you're you know working so many hours and you're coming home and you're trying to design shirts and you're putting together itineraries for the podcast and you're doing all that, that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be perfect, but I love that because that's part of my story because yeah, but I put a shirt out. Did you? Mm-hmm. You know, Even though it was misspelled sure. and I took it down within what, seven minutes I realized <laughs> it because I, I went to see how it looked on my website and I'm staring at it I'm like, there's three S's and blessed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very blessed. <laughs> yes, yeah, very blessed. That t-shirt was blessed. Thank God no one ordered it. I took it right down. Um, but it's those kinds of things. I mean, uh, thank God for editing with the podcast. That's like another thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that but like the editing process it's really your decision if you want it raw and uncut then do that if you want it to have like a more professional sound you have to understand the, the people that you're listening to are one experience they've done it for so many years but there's a thing called yeah. editing where mm-hmm. you're editing all the bloopers out right. um and and a lot of that ha- happens with us I mean mm-hmm. I just sent Gabe a, a bunch of edits for our our, our show last week mm-hmm. um because I didn't I didn't you know like particular things but that's us. That's what we have. But you want to talk about a little bit of editing and, and you know, the difference between someone having, like, the raw uncut version and who that would pay into versus someone who wants one yeah. that's edited. Yeah.
1: And like you said, it, who it will play into. I, yeah. I, I'll be a broken record and say it's all about your audience. Yeah. Like, yes. It, mm-hmm. What audience you are trying to attract. There are so many podcasts out there who, you know, it, 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 I will say this. Even the podcasts out there that sound like they're raw and uncut yeah. are very cut. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of you know even comedy podcasts where it's like mm, that joke didn't land. We're gonna cut that. Go yeah, ahead yeah. And go back and cut that. Right. And then and it sounds great because you are yeah. seeing their highlight reel. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but there are definitely some that have a looser tone to them. I know what you're saying. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's just about what kind of a a vibe you want to give, what kind of an audience want to attract. It, it does. You know, you can. Air on the side of professionalism a little bit but even then like there are lots of very professional very successful podcasts that have a very loose format yeah. um it's all about just having a format yeah. that for me you know there, there are lots of podcasts out there that are um kind of podcasts about nothing yeah um <laughs> that's something that a lot of you know oh it's just you know it's just us we're playing chat we're playing call of duty and, and you know we're, we're just chatting when we do and it's like Yeah, that's not really super appealing to a large (laughs) audience. It's gonna be appealing to you and your boys, but like, it's not going to be mass appeal. Um, The people who can do that are people who had established audiences—people who you know already were writers for something, or video creators, or, or radio personalities who were able to bring that audience to a new medium. And they're gonna, you know, whatever they do, it's it's great because they have that audience. They have a personality already. If you don't have that audience already, you need to. You know, find that story you want to tell, think about the theme that you're going for, and then you know, whatever the format is, if it's just Q&A, if it's a set list of questions, if it's you know, a, a very rigid outline that you follow, whatever it might be, just something to, to go along with, something to follow. Um, and then at that point, way, way before this point, it's finding that, uh, that, that partner that whether it's a host, whether it's an editor, producer, Mm. um, that you can trust, that you can have that dialogue with because that is a lot harder for some people (laughs) than anything else of diving into something with someone who you think you're on the same page with. And then it's like, oh, mm, you want this to go on. Totally. You have your own audience in mind for this and I have my own audience in mind. Do not be afraid to, like, even if it's a very loosey-goosey thing, have a business meeting. There's so Mm. many times at my very silly, jokey podcast where it's like, all right, we're going to... Uh, stay after on this on this uh, Discord call, and we're gonna have a business meeting because there are like things we need to talk about. Just planning we need to do, yeah. and it's over in five minutes. But yeah. it's you know yeah, developing a little bit of professionalism sure. that you know that comes through in the final product, whether yeah. whether they hear that part or not. That kind of preparation comes through, and it and it's important to to develop that and and grow that.
0: What's your recommendation on the name of a podcast when someone mm-hmm. you know they know their audience, and what's the importance of a good name?
1: Well with with naming anything whether it's a product a website or a person or a person yeah <laughs> well person. <laughs> you got to you got to worry about searchability that yeah. SEO so if I, there's podcasts out there that are just you know one word you know uh, like if you had the the beer podcast yeah you know it's going to be searchable people yeah. are going to be able to to know what you're talking about but you're going to search yeah. for beer and it, it the the limit to like wh- how many search pages you're gonna have to go through to get <laughs> right, your results find it, right. it, it it's nuts but on the other side you want to have something that is easy to, you know you could just tell somebody you can you know spell it out you can say it, it maybe it has like a jazzy ring to it not too long I mean unless it's like hilarious that it's that long yeah, yeah. um it, I, you know it's all about who you are trying to target. Like I I, I don't want to use that as like a catch all and I don't want to use that as like, well you just gotta find your audience. Stop stop what you're doing and find your audience. Mm. Yeah. But if you know you know the type of podcast, the type of information that people are, are taking in, um that's 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 your goal is just finding something that, that appeals to people on a large scale. Rhymes <laughs> yeah. rhyming is, is great. Um it, it it's just yeah, just Jot down as many as you can. It's just like anything else. Brainstorm a bunch of ideas. Throw it at the wall. Get with that partner that you have that you already trust and you know you're on the same page. And just spitfire fire them back and forth. What would you come up with? What would you come up with? And know that once you put it out there and, and, and you start it, their podcast, I know, that changed their name officially. That's the thing. They had four episodes recorded. Yeah. And they were still trying to figure out the name. And then by that fourth episode, when they put out the first episode, they had it figured out. Nice. It's important to have it figured out because yeah. iTunes is not going to play nice with you if you try and like, no right. oh, no, no, I want to change it now. Right. It's, it's going to be difficult. Um, but, yeah, just, just play around with it. Just see how it sounds when you say it a bunch of times, when you put it on that's a right. business card, when you put it you know, in a, in a website bar. Um, find something that, that works best for you because if it works well for you, that's kind of the, the, the words that I live by, whether it's your story, whether it's your theme, whether it's your platform. If it works well for you, someone else it's going to work well for other people. Yeah, and similar people to you, which is who you're going to be wanting to attract to your podcast.
0: Now, do you help uh, your clients find themselves, like in a sense, like find their niche, find their audience, find their uh, the the title or the name of their yeah. podcast? That's oh, absolutely, all, that's absolutely. All in your we go from from fostering
1: that idea to helping it to get in the ears of everyone once it's finished. Um, we've we've had folks who who were very very set on a name like beer podcast and yeah. because that's just it describes who we are it's, it's exactly what it is and it's right. like well let's let's wind it back what it, what are you actually trying to say here what is your what is your motive what it, what is your what is your audience, audience. like the
0: bucks county beer podcast sure sure you're very, exactly sp- getting Very specific. specific and
1: then maybe there's something you know in there even where it's like what what do you guys talk about the most what, you know yeah. it, it's it's both about being kind of a little bit cute with it because that that's going to get people interested, yeah um, but also being direct, being specific uh, about what it is you're going to be talking about. you want to be able to tell people like that, and if the name of your podcast is part of the description, then then you're halfway there
2: mm.
0: and in talking about um, you know the name of the podcast, now let's switch over to content sure. right. How does, you know, in keeping with a the theme, what's the importance of someone in keeping with a the theme, right? And if they are, um, let's just say, a, a sports podcast, and then they veer off the next episode and start talking about how to make mac and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you're going to throw... And, it's, and it sounds funny, but it's how important that really is sure. to stick with what you're supposed to be sticking with. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about that? like well, sure. topics? Yeah, it's because when you
1: develop that audience i i I gotta get like a a yak back from back (laughs) of the day (laughs) audience um once you have that audience they put that trust in you and so they trust you to you know even if it's something as silly as like i trusted you to talk about sports yeah and now you're talking about you know fine cuisine like it you can do that once you've developed and and built that trust in your audience of saying like you know this is different but i promise you it's in line with my theme but if you can't make that promise and you don't have that trust in your audience yet then it's just not going to work. You need yeah. to really hone in on what it is that you are passionate about, that you're interested in, that you have an expertise in, that maybe you are like, you know, infinitely curious about, and, and just pursue that path. There's, right. there's so many things out there that, you know, you can, you can go as, as granular as you want, or it can be as broad as possible. But if you have a passion for it, if you have you know, a real solid interest in what you're talking about, it's going to come through. People are going to hear that, and they're going to feed off that too.
0: And I think it's very important to talk about um – you know, because I know a lot of people are listening, they listen to, you know, the big names like the Joe Rogans uh, of, of the game. And it's kind of going back to what you said. If you already have a name for yourself and people know you for that, because his podcast is literally called The Joe Rogan Experience, right? And people are like, well, that's a very kind of like general. There's no real topic there. But if you know the reason why it's called that is because literally the guy, you know, did mixed martial arts. He's a he's a stand-up comic. Mm. He, he's, he's an actor. He's hosting shows. He does all kinds of stuff, so it is an experience. So that's what he's sharing. And if you mm-hmm. think about like who his guests are, you know, he has people talking about from UFOs to MMA fighters mm-hmm. and everything, literally in between, even up to politics. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But that's because that's the maniac that he is, and it makes sense and it mm-hmm. works mm-hmm. for him. Right. Um, he didn't jump out and do that. He already made a name for himself for thirty years, and then sure. created a podcast. He it's established
1: like, hey, an audience, yeah. and also he was. One of the first people doing podcasts, Absolutely. so it, you know it's easy to stay out there. And I, I'm the Joe Rogan podcast right. because there's like you know yeah you know, 500 of them at that point. So right. it's like oh this is the Joe Rogan one. And yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we can, only 15 other guys, exactly you know? exactly.
0: That's funny. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the other thing is stay educated in in your niche. Right. Yep. There's nothing worse than getting outdated information from someone That's who true. claims to be an expert. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or, or not keeping content fresh. Right. Um, and and in talking about keeping content fresh, what is your recommendation on um how often they produce a a piece of work, right? So we we produce uh an episode once a week. Sure. Um that was manageable for us, yeah. you know. Five guys, you know, meeting up once a week, that was it. And you're like, "You know what? That's good. Everyone here has something else that they're doing. This was something that we're doing on our our spare time." One work. We've we've done them where we did two or three in one yeah. week, but that was because of other reasons, scheduling reasons. Um, but our regular, you know, we put out one episode a week. There's podcasts I put out, you know, every other day, every day, two a day. W- what's your recommendation with that?
1: I always recommend to start bi weekly, to yeah. start with every other week. Um, monthly, you're putting out 12 podcasts a year and generally probably 10 or 11 once you yeah. like miss this episode and like, oh, we'll get it next month. Oh, the holidays are here. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Doing it weekly. You're saying it's manageable, and I and I and I see that you know you mean that. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> yeah. but it is tough. It is yeah, tough doing absolutely. a weekly show, sure. getting you know, especially when you record weekly. Yeah. Uh, our show that that I uh, I produce, it is very you know not necessarily time restrictive, but the way that we record means that we can't put a bunch in the can and then you know just rattle them off through the, through the weeks. Uh, we have to do it week after week after week, and that is a lot to not just you know to record, not just to edit, but to schedule, to plan for. Yep. You know, oh, I got to work late this night. Oh, I got to get here this night. Oh, I got to take the kids to baseball practice this night. Yeah. It just, it, it is impossible for someone who is just jumping right in to say, I'm going to do it. Week after week after week and expect there not to be a little bit of growing pains there. They can yeah, do it. Sure. You yeah. can do it. And if that's what you want to do, it's going to happen. I have people that are that are coming to me and saying, I want to do a daily podcast. Yeah. And I <laughs> – that is that is a lot of work. And with their idea, it makes sense to be a daily podcast. But it's just know what your limitations are that's as far sure. as your own schedule and the schedule of those who, you know, you are, you are depending on um, – Biweekly, you have a, a you can record and then you have two weeks to put out that episode if you plan it right. That is ample time. If you can't do that, then it's time to go back to the drawing board and really work and see if this is the right, you know, not if not if podcasting is right for you, but just if that idea is right for you. Because mm-hmm. if right. you're not excited to get in the editing booth and edit that week after week after week, sure. even if every two weeks, then maybe that topic, maybe that guest, maybe that partner that you have. Is a little bit more of a drain on you than mm. you actually realize, mm. yeah. and that's just you know your brain's way out and you are like I'm going to put this off and put this off.
0: And for us, I know for us it worked very well, yep. um, and we did. We started out doing it once a week. We haven't stopped since, yes. but <laughs> yeah. it, it just so happened yeah. to work out because I think our per, Gabe's personality and my personality mold well for what we're doing. Sure, right? sure. So I'm a little bit out, more outspoken, mm. and I can. I'm the talkative one. I could. He's a little bit more reserved, and he loves the tech tech field right so he loves doing the editing he does all that stuff he putting it all together and me that doesn't fascinate Mm. me not (laughs) one bit not one bit so if it wasn't for Gabe this wouldn't be possible right um and and it's and it's kind of like I love you know booking the guests. I love like reaching out to people. I love meeting people. Um, I love when people come to the barbershop and like everyone, all these guys are you know meeting them for the first time. And speaking of that communication, Goose always laughs at me when a guest comes and I actually don't even have their phone number. He's like, "How in the world did you get them here?" <laughs> <laughs> it's social media. Yeah. It is a fascinating thing. Um, yeah, uh, there's probably half our guests we've booked here, and I never even had their phone number. They came and recorded an hour long podcast with us. Um, but it's, it's using all those things. And, and I will say that worked for us, but if you're that person who's saying, I'm going to record one every single day, the, the one thing I will warn you is, is don't set yourself up for failure Mm -hmm. because sometimes, I mean, it sounds like, Oh, that's easy. I'll just, and it might be, and it might, and again, it might work for you. But what I'm saying is you're going to get discouraged day three when you're already not doing it, right? It's like working out. If I told everyone, oh, I'm working out you know, twice a day, uh, all seven days of this week, the one day I miss, it's gonna like, do something like, dang, now, now I'm a liar no. because I said I was going. To but if, kind of your recommendation, bi-weekly, start there, and if you think you can handle it, turn it up, do it weekly, right, right. you know what I mean?
1: And that's so much easier to do when right. you have an audience that trusts you to say, hey, we're gonna ramp this up, you're gonna get one every week, than to say, sure. Hey, I know you've been getting this every week, but we gotta scale back. We, got, yeah. we gotta do once mm-hmm. every other, day, other week, whatever the case is. Um, it's just all about planning. Uh, you said it's a lot like working out. It's a lot like working yeah. <laughs> because it yeah. becomes yeah. a job. It is, yeah. you know, even, even just doing weekly, you know, it is, it is like a second part-time job. You're doing that every day or multiple times a week, that is a full-time job, yeah. and that's great. If you're willing to, to put that kind of effort in, that kind of energy, and plan it out, and have formatting, you know, segments, and everything planned and ready to go, and just hit play, and it's good. Bless, awesome, so yeah. happy for you. But yeah. that, that is not everybody, and yeah. you should not expect
2: yourself to be able to start there. Absolutely. And especially us, like, for our experience, like, easing into this, like, we had no experience of anything, sure. like me, I was learning, like, I've never done anything prior to this like this. And yeah, early episodes was like it was hours upon hours trying to figure this out, making mm-hmm. sure it's proper. And, and obviously, we're still learning the cadence of just doing this. So right. it's making that more concise of an actual product that we mm-hmm. can actually put out.
1: And especially on the editing side, you could spend so long like, oh, this doesn't Let sound quite perfect. Yes. Let me take another pass. Oh, this is oh this little, and then you go you're going you're, you're highlighting every little click and every yes. and, and at a certain point it's just the the worst the worst episodes are where you can listen to something and and tell wow this sounds great wow this sounds great for the first fifteen minutes and then after that it's like ooh they got lazy they yeah, yeah, <laughs> they yeah, yeah, threw yeah. in the towel at this point if you're gonna throw in the towel throw it in from the beginning yeah, yeah. And, and that's fine yeah. rest in that rest in that <laughs> right. like this is good enough for me and I'm happy with this but just don't go halfway through and decide ah uh, yeah this is good enough
0: yeah I think starting out too I mean we built ourselves up I mean we're you know naive enough to think that we could just sit around a table and start talking. Sure. Um, Because that's how the idea actually generated that we were, um, you know, around a bonfire smoking cigars and we're, you know, it was literally us. And had a great conversation. I'm like, dang, uh, these conversations, and they're a wholesome conversations. Like, someone else can benefit
2: if we just hit record from mm-hmm. listening to this. Um, but not realizing that, like, that's over a course of, like, probably a few hours sitting outside, hanging out, and just right. do whatever. And those come in, the, in, in between certain segments, not sitting in a, in a room for maybe less than an hour and trying to make that happen. Force un- it. Un- mm-hmm. Trying to force it unnaturally.
0: And we're just sitting there looking at each other with, like, cheap equipment and, you know, Actually, it wasn't even that cheap of equipment. It was decent equipment, um, and then i like, "All right, well, that didn't go over as good as I thought it was going to." And then that's when the adjustments make. But then we mm-hmm. laughed at ourselves. We forgave ourselves. That's what I'm trying to say. And then little by little, I put it together like four bullet points. I think yep. that's how it started <laughs> off. Let's yes. do these four little bullet points if we could hit this. And it was this, handwritten and too, wasn't and it? It was like handwritten, and like, and let's do that. And and, and okay, let's because then I realized we needed a topic. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because it's like all right guys, let's talk about motivation. (laughs) And that's what we were. We just started going. And then, like, what's motivation mean to you? You
2: know? And it was, like, super funny. And we left our stuff out there. And going back to what you said in the beginning, it's like you record a few episodes and you throw them away. Those first episodes we have, I still have them on a hard drive somewhere. Yeah. I kind of edited them and... Nev- I don't think I'll ever listen to them ever again. Right. But <laughs> We would cringe. That's, we would yeah. absolutely cringe. Well, that's the thing with sitting around the fire pit and stuff like
1: that. You, you yeah. go home and you're like, oh, that was such a good night. Yeah. And you remember the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah, then yeah. it's on recording. And you're like, ooh, there were a lot of low lights too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of moments where it's like, Oh,
2: nah, that wasn't that wasn't all that interesting. Just, just five like, minutes of, like, dead silence. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The other thing, too, is, like, uh, you start... You start picking up my own cadence. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I say um way too oh, many gosh. times and it drives myself crazy. Mm-hmm. So I know someone's listening, he's like, great content, dude, but you said um more than you said anything else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and that's another tip listen to yourself. Because, sure. because there are people that I know that they will cut out their ums and they'll, they'll work so hard, not just editing, but even like internally. I'm, just, I'm done saying um. Yeah. And then the people will say, well, because, and that's their new um. And yeah, I don't yeah. say um anymore. I don't like Just like, replace just, it with something exactly. else. Exactly. Listen to yourself. Find out what those things are for you. Because it's different for every person. Whatever you, you sub in there, you're always gonna have that moment. None of our brains are computers. We're always looking for some kind of thought and you and you and you and you and you, and you like you know, you slip yeah. and you start to try and some think transition of something moment, else. Whatever. Exactly, exactly.
0: And think about think about like how we have a traditional conversation. For the most part, it's a bunch of guys. Sometimes we're talking over each other, mm-hmm. uh, cutting each other off. <laughs> All of that came along with as soon as we hit record and we didn't realize and like he started playing it back i'm like we are obnoxious <laughs> like legit like we're just talking <laughs> over each other you can't even hear what the other dude's saying um and again we didn't take any formal classes for this and i yeah. think it cool. honestly gave us a lot more etiquette in real life Sure. <laughs> just let people talk like okay now i'm gonna say what i'm gonna sure. say you know then honestly it did yeah. because mm-hmm. now i i stopped soon as someone the second someone starts talking i beep i stop. yeah because it sounds awful mm-hmm. cutting just each other off
2: as soon as hearing your own voice in there you become hyper aware of, of oh you just doing it yeah oh, oh, absolutely. outside of that
1: um, that's one of the things that I work with the kids in uh, is, is, you know, they, they start off talking and they're just talking and they're just talking like they do in the classroom. And it's like, just take a breath, listen to what other people are saying, because that's as important as, as raising your own voice is making yeah. sure you can elevate the voice of others by listening, taking it in and responding. Um, it is it is something that is definitely a, a learned trait to do kind of to limit the crosstalk. But the crosstalk is not learned. That is, that is innate yeah. in all of us, I <laughs> <Yeah>. feel like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and again that that might work for a specific and he's like you want guys kind of arguing if that's like your thing right. then okay yes. then I mean you want to
1: hear them arguing but you also want to hear what they're arguing about, about yeah. <laughs> it was just rah, 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 rah. it's like <laughs> I, I, I don't, it sound like they're <laughs> enthusiastic and passionate but
0: <laughs> Um all right so let's 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 tra- uh switch gears here a little bit and talk about uh Bristol Podworks right Sure so you have a uh, PodWorks for Students program, and sure. I know you've been mentioning you know, the students uh, in, in previous conversations, so c- you wanna explain that a little bit? Yeah,
1: absolutely, PodWorks for Students is something that was always very important for me. Um, it branches out of that idea of wanting to make sure that we can raise everyone's voice, and, and young people are, are folks that, you know, I'm guilty of it too, of kind of disregarding a little bit yeah. But once you sit down and listen to somebody and, and let them share what they have to say and and they're willing to listen to you it's it's amazing kind of kind of what they come up with and and what is important to them um, so podworks for students is a a program where we go to schools, community groups um, any kind of youth organization and teach podcasting um, it is my my uh, interest to kind of Handhold them for a little bit, teach them, you know, like I said, just get them on a microphone, hearing their own voice. All right, now you're talking, now you're kind of, you know, you're trying to find your voice a little bit. What theme is this? What's the theme here? What what, what do we want to, what kind of segments do we want to develop? Who do you think that would enjoy hearing this? Who's your audience? And work them through to the point where I want them to be totally self-reliant and producing podcasts on their own, fully editing, publishing, helping them get there um and doing it at zero cost to them and their parents. Um it is very important to me that they get that fresh start um because I can only imagine what that would have done for me and so many others to have that ability to really learn these are career skills like you're saying like yeah. the etiquette um but even public speaking editing right. audio engineering um media literacy being able to speak to something you know it's so many so many jobs now it's like you have to be able to to deliver those three bullet points of your of your premise of your story what you want to share and nothing does that better than podcasting just being able to develop your voice develop your story and to share it in a concise way Mm. um i'm just very interested in making sure as many students get access to it as possible um we are asking for for sponsorships from uh, local businesses local entrepreneurs, local philanthropists looking to you know give that opportunity to students in their community um, and we are we are you know have a couple of students that are really excited about it who who are already like you know how wh- I have a pretty decent portable setup, and they're like, "Oh, how much does all this cost?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean,
0: this this is
1: not what's important, right? Right? But but that excitement, that enthusiasm of like, I'm willing to put money into this. Like, I've done it three times, and already it's something I'm so passionate about, so enthusiastic about. It's just it it like lightens me up to like hear that kind of that kind of good news from somebody um, from from a young person, from somebody in high school who's who's already decided like, oh, this is something that." Whether it's a career, whether it's a hobby, whether it's a hobby that's going to last until college or beyond that, mm-hmm. people that are heading into college knowing that they can, you know, really develop a voice and and get a group of people together to really share what's important to them, I can't think of anything better than that.
0: That's awesome. What is a marginalized creator?
1: Marginalized creators, like I said, anyone who feels like their voice has not been uplifted, whether that it's because they've had a stumbling block in their path, whether it's because, you know, they have actively been silenced. Um, there's so many creators who, who, you know, can find a great community online uh, with other marginalized creators, other groups who, who you know, whether it's visual art, whether it is um, performance art, whether it is podcasting, whether it is any form of media, um, there's so much good out there. And, and I have been privileged enough, I've been lucky enough to to have been able to find networks that'll, that'll accept me, to be able to find audiences that accept me. Um, and I just want to make sure that everyone has that same opportunity to lift their voice, to raise their voice. You know, it, it's, it's a lie that people you know, shouldn't be heard or, or, or some ideas need to be kind of kept under a rock or under the rug. It, it's, if people are passionate about something, if they're interested in something, if it's something that matters to them, it should be heard. And if you don't feel like you deserve to be heard, that absolutely breaks my heart. And I want to make sure I come in and and find out, is the cause of that because you have been silenced? Is the cause because you just feel like you don't have the confidence to express it because of being silenced? You know, really breaking down those walls to get to the point where... They're happy to share what they're interested in, what they're passionate about, whether it is something that is inherent to their marginalized background or whether it is something totally different. It, it, you know, you don't want to pigeonhole somebody just like, oh no, this is this is your lane. This is what you have to stay in. Absolutely not. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever your goal is, whatever you know, the audience that you want to access, you should be able to at least get that crack at it, and then let let that audience decide.
0: That's awesome. So in 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 that collaboration with you know, putting, you know, reaching out to the students and a marginalized creator, uh, you talk a lot about building community. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit more on that through podcasting? Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it, it's all through social media. It's yeah. all through, you know, developing a, a voice on your podcast and finding who is drawn to it. Um, we, uh, one of my podcasts I work on, we have a Discord server that people can kind of chat in, and people are always in there. After yeah. every episode, just discussing discussing away, and whether we're in there or not, we are because that's an important part of building community—is giving of yourself in that way. Um, but people are, are discussing things and building their own community based off things. Every podcast that you listen to, there is a community of people. Whether it's a whole network of podcasts mm. or one individual podcast, people will create a Facebook group. Whether it's goofy, whether it's you know, people just getting together to to you know talk trash about stuff, or whether it's people that are like intimately involved in how this kind of an art is created. People are going to develop a community. Uh, It's important that you are involved so that not so much that you can set the tone because that that's not on you. You can set the tone of your Mm. podcast. You can set the tone of your art, but you know what people interpret that as and what people consume that as that's up to them. Mm. And all you can do is be in there and be, you know, accessible make sure that people can, can you know reach you. People can say, oh, you know, this thing, I loved it. Or this thing, that really sure. bothered me a little bit. And, and you know, like you said, even whether it's, you know, the content is a little bit off, the, the, you know, you guys are talking over each other. Or, you know, you said this thing, and it really was important to me. Sure. That's something that you can integrate more. Or some, you said this thing, and it's, you know, it, it was a little bit hurtful. Then you can, you know, th- that is something that we've taken in stride. And, and you know, you got to... Be honest, you, yeah. exactly what you said, making those mistakes early on. you got to kind of take that head on and say, hey, we goofed. We, yeah. we messed that up, but we are committed yeah. to, to being true to our audience. Because if you don't have that audience, if you don't have that audience willing to build a community for you, basically is what's happening, mm. um, then, then you've got nothing.
0: Yeah. So technology is is growing, obviously by the millisecond and it's something's always coming out or just came out and whatever you just bought equipment wise is already outdated you know the month that you bought it right um what what can we talk about when it comes to future media and how how someone can take advantage of it now um, or at least the mindset of it sure yeah
1: it's it's as far as equipment goes as far as technology goes same rules apply just work with what you have whether whether it is top of the line right now the thing with audio consumption is they're not upgrading it in the same way that they're upgrading visual consumption mm. where you have the you know 4k tvs yeah, now sure. 8k tvs there's there's a limit to the bit rate that you're getting out of your your headphones <laughs> right, your right. computer unless you have yeah. some like wild yeah. device and even then there's like debate as to whether or not the human ear can really even interpret sure. like that level of of difference yeah um i'm not saying that like nothing is ever going to be as good as the microphones that are coming out now but they're gonna be just as good you know yeah. at the end product it, it's more about the content you produce and the passion you're putting into it um, but for the future it's it's all about just what what the people who consume your content is gonna do with it I was I was you know I, I think a lot about this I guess it was like seven years ago yeah about six or seven years ago is when cereal was out and people were like going to each other's houses in my office and having listening parties to cereal. They were going around like old fashioned radio shows, like sitting on the ground, looking <laughs> up at, at the old tube radio. Like that's too and that was wild to me. Like who, who does that? That's like, yeah. you know, but, but that is what is, that's what the future looks like yeah. because people want to engage with each other. If, if, if everyone's sitting around watching a movie, that's fine. But you know, a movie it's not something we're conditioned to pause and say, Hey, let's talk about this. Like mm, if, sure. if something, something wild happens on a podcast and, and you need, it's like, pause. What was that? Like <laughs> we <laughs> need to digest that and we can go back to it because it's, it's that kind of a seamless thing. Um, you know, even going back to like, I think that's, that's the future of communication from, from businesses, from elected officials. You think about like FDR's fireside chats um, mm. when he was president, it, it, that's, That's that kind of intimate connection that you don't get from anywhere else. You don't get it from a newscast. You don't get it from from seeing just videos on on Twitter or something like that. It's something that somebody is sitting down with a microphone, one on one, whether it's someone else in the room or not, and they're speaking to you. Yeah. That's that's the future. Yeah. I, I, you know, there there are lots of uh, companies that are doing narrative podcasting too, which is a whole nother thing. Um, scripted works. Marvel is doing several mm. podcasts. They're behind a paywall, so that's you know that that's yeah, that's a future that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, but yeah. that's a future that you know everything on the internet was free once too, and now there's all kinds of paywalls there. So there's definitely that to uh, to see ahead of us for podcasting. But the the limits to what you can do on a podcast are so much so much smaller than what you can do in any other medium. And at the same time, there's you know you can't see it. And, and I think that the best art is created within those small limitations, right. those limitations that, well, I can't, you know, really show this, you know, the Wolverine to speak to the Marvel podcast. I can't show Wolverine jumping over this car. So I got to tell it Describe with a word picture. And, and that, you know, really, you know, that's something you don't get in books, kind of the, the tone of which you're of with the tone that you are speaking with, um, every facet of it. Just goes together into a into a product that, if you did it right, then the audience says, oh, "That's pretty good." <laughs> yeah. Not not oh, you know they they did this well, they did that well. Unfortunately, that's one that's part of the medium where if if you do a good job, they you don't notice it because mm-hmm. it's just it just sounds that good that it's just it comes off so well. Um, and I think that the future is going to involve a more nuanced listener. So maybe in the future, you do get a lot of props for for really intricate word picture building or 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 really intricate background music or something like that i think we're seeing it already but i think it's only going to come even more so
0: as the future progresses that's awesome so speaking of the future what is your vision what is your 2020 vision for bristol podworks 2020 vision for bristol podworks
1: i would love to make bristol a podcast hub Hmm. i would love for you know, there's there's the DC PodFest, which is a huge deal. There's the Philly PodFest, which is smaller, but it is very uh, interested in the same thing, working with marginalized creators and and kind of working with smaller platforms. But I would love for Bristol to be the place where, in whether it's lower Bucks, whether it's just Pennsylvania at large, whether it's the the tri-state area, where people come because that's where podcasts are happening. You know that there's lots of podcasts coming out of there. We we you know grand vision podcast festival here in bristol a space here right here at the barbershop right over at the bristol riverside across the street you know people big names coming in and and really investing in this community saying this is this is awesome people started this grassroots um a recording space for for students who want to come in whether it's to use a recording booth whether it's to use high quality equipment whether it's to to get their hands on, on high quality professional software Um, to edit, um, you know, a a shared space, just a a, a teen, a teen, a a creator, you know, whether it's teen or adult, whether it's just a hangout for people who are creatively driven, who are creatively minded, um, that you can come and enjoy watching a podcast and then get the impetus, oh, I I know exactly what I want to do, head over to one of our computers and kind of start jotting out notes and and editing a a theme song or something like that, different instruments and stuff. you talk about the 2020 universe <laughs> of Power, it, it goes deep. So I, I, you know, I, I, could, <laughs> yeah. I could go on and on and on, but that's, that's kind of the goal is making sure that I can put what I'm doing now and make it so that I am involved, but don't have to be involved in every single person's journey because then they can journey on their own. They, yeah. can, they can find their path. I'm lim- limited in, you know, as you said, I'm a new father. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna be a father for a long time. Right. Um, if I'm, if you're depending on me and my limited time, I can get you there, and I'll be happy to get you there. But as that starts to grow through the community, as I would love to see, I want people to be able to, you know, whether it's people that are on our team, whether people on our staff, or just people that know because of of talks and seminars that they've they've encountered you know, I just, I just need to get there. I just need to get to Bristol Podworks and use their equipment and use their space and get inspired and and, and motivated. And, and and maybe that's all somebody needs. You were talking earlier, what somebody who doesn't know how to get started, maybe it's just being in that space around creators who are encouraging, who, who are pushing you forward, who maybe you're talking about marginalized podcasts, you're seeing faces that you didn't know were doing that kind of work and, 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 and that look like you and you wanna really, you know, use that to amplify your own self and, and build a platform for others. Um that's you know, it's a dream. That that's what I'm looking forward to. That's awesome. I like to hear the excitement, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Um, you don't got excitement, whether it's a podcast, whatever it is, if you don't got the excitement that, that art is gonna falter a little sure.
0: bit. So So in in wrapping this whole bad boy up, let's summarize real quick at least three steps. Um and obviously you you, you know, mention, you know, your website for sure. Bristol Podworks as well at the end. Um, but how someone If they just fast-forward to right now and you had to Mm -hmm. give them three things to get started sure uh, What are those three things
1: build your audience find and grow your audience? Uh, It's number one with a bullet that is always going to be number one Uh, Number two is just do it use the equipment that you have use the resources that you have and just start recording yourself Uh, Above all uh, really listen to yourself really hear what your voice sounds like start to develop that voice uh, whether you're talking about something important, whether you're just talking to hear yourself talk, I, I, there are not many podcasters I know that just don't like to hear themselves talk. That's right. a big part of it for me. Right. Um, and so if you can get to that point where you enjoy hearing your voice, that's going to be huge. Um, and number three, just you know, really start to hone in on what makes your story special what makes your story special, what makes your theme unique, and what you're bringing to the table. Maybe not that no one else is, because that's a huge goal, but just what are you bringing that you don't know of anyone who's bringing it to the table right now? And uh, and and how would your audience benefit from hearing that? Just, it, it's, it's a lot of planning, um, but action has to be a part of it. And if you take that first step, then as far as for me, for my person, and that, it doesn't have to be for everybody, but, you know once you take that first step you kind of tumble down that podcasting hill and yeah. and and it's it's fun mm-hmm. it's and have fun i mean and I that that should be a bullet with every single one of them find yeah. your audience have fun with them mm-hmm. you know just play around with the the equipment have fun just just have fun enjoy yourself if you're not having fun then then find something new i love it all
0: right uh and then your
1: website yeah absolutely so you can find uh Bristol Podworks at bristolpodworks.com. If you are specifically looking for our Bristol Podworks for Students program, you can check out bristolpodworks.com slash students. Also, I will be over at the Bristol Borough Library. So this is coming out on the 18th, Tuesday the 18th? Yes. 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 So if you are listening to this in time, head to the Bristol Library on Wednesday... Uh, February 19th, we will be talking all about this. You are going to hear a lot of what I'm talking about and then some. Uh, it's uh, creating podcasts for anyone who wants to get started in it. Uh, if you are hearing this after the 19th and you missed it, uh, send an email to your local library and uh, tell them, give them my website, tell them you'd love to hear from me. I'd love to uh, love to start baking this program out to, uh, to as many people as can hear it.
2: Nice. Love it.
0: All right, so there you have it, folks. we like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one is by Charles Swindle. Life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And a second one by Les Brown. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. Mm. There you have it, folks. Podcasting 101. In this episode, we have special guest Ronnie Palmieri. We cover topics that range from getting a podcast started, future media, podcasting for students, marginalized creators, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Charles Swindle and Les Brown. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Fuse podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success, available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Fuse. If you have any inquiries